Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? It's Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Over 750 episodes where we talk all things PDR, marketing, uh, business, we talk about life, food, relationships, pets, nah, we don't talk about that stuff. We talk pretty much about painless dent repair, auto recon, and how to build a good PDR business, maybe even a great one. Okay, it's possible. Would you believe it's possible to actually make more money than you're currently making and work less? Yeah, it is. Would you believe it's possible to retire with multi-multi-millions in the bank from simply being in the pushing metal business? Yes, it is. If you like what I'm saying, stay tuned. Keep listening. Check out some of my other episodes, by the way, where pretty much what I'm talking about, what I just mentioned there about retiring with lots and lots of cheddar and making more money and working less, it's pretty much the flavor, the theme the plot, if you will, to the movie of the PDR podcast that I've been doing now for, gosh, two and a half, three years. So so hop on in the hay wagon. Let's take a ride. So anyway, this week, it's been a good week so far. You know, the week's not over yet. We're about midway in, but uh, things are good. Things are good. By the way, the background music is brought to you by the Beastie Boys. Sobrosa, which I think means tastes good or something like that, but... I could be wrong. My Spanish is not not top, tip top. Anyway, I did marry a Hispanic woman. I should be a better Spanish speaker, but you know what do you do? Um, but no, we've definitely had some really cool cars come in. Cool people. Uh, had a lot of older people lately, um, retirees and people uh, who are, you know, it. They're damaging their cars, which it's funny. Cars don't damage cars. People damage cars, right? So, and that's okay. We had a, we had a customer come in. I love this guy. He's been, speaking of older, he's about 70. And uh, he still kind of works part-time. They love to go to wineries and shit, him and the wife. And and uh, he tells me, hey, you know what? I He came in and chewed ass a little bit on us. He thought we did something wrong on one of his wheels, a wheel repair on, his, on a BMW. He's like, man, look at this paint. I use pre- I pressure washer and it's coming off. And I look at Jeff, and we're just like, dude, I don't know, man. We're, you know, shouldn't have. I don't know this. And, and it's on the center of the wheel. And we're like, dude, we did curb rash on your car. We didn't paint the whole wheel. We blend it. If there's a blend line or the lip was coming off, but I could see he didn't want to. He didn't want to have a conversation. He didn't want to have dialogue. He just wanted to hear, you know, three or four magic words. We'll take care of it. You know. And so I, I diffused it immediately. That bomb that was getting ready to blow up. I was bomb squad, Brian. And I took that little situation, put it in a box, walked around with my bomb suit, and carefully detonated it. And everything was fine. But he came in the next day. He says, hey, Brian. And he looked kind of sheepish. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? We're, you know, you, when, you, when you want to drop off that car, let's get that thing taken care of. He's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, you guys were right. I was wrong. I talked to my wife, and we totally forgot that we had that wheel fixed two years ago. That was another company. And I'm just like, oh, man, you didn't need to come in and tell me. You could have texted me. That guy, no. But he's like, you know, I just, he's like, you know, us older guys, we do things differently than the younger generation. I'm like, man, you know what? You're kind of right. You know, morals, ethics. What, what do those words even mean? You know, but 
cool cat to come in in person and tell me he fucked up and he was wrong and I was right. You know, so anyway, I slapped him in the back of his head. I almost tripped him as he pushed him out the front door. And I said, fuck off and we'll see you later. But what's the what's the message here? And no, I didn't do those things. But the truth, the story about him and everything is true. But um, sometimes I feel like doing that to certain customers. But, you know, it's just not that wouldn't be acceptable behaviors. And it might affect my business in the future. Um, but, yeah, the lesson here is, man, just, you know, take the high road. You know, service the customer, even if it's not your fault, within reason. You know, hey, you did this dent and my paint's flicking off my entire car. I want you to repaint my car. No. You know, you got to draw the line somewhere in the sand, right? But any Hooters, that was, uh, that was kind of cool. I was pretty, uh, I, I was just, I was surprised, actually, that somebody comes in and tells you in person, hey, I was wrong, you were right. I mean, has your girlfriend or wife ever done that? And if so, can you count on more than one hand? Or pa? No, of course not. Those kind of things just don't happen that much in life. That's just, that's a rare, rare breed, rare dude. That means he's he's grounded, you know? So, I don't know. That was cool. So, anywho, today we're going to talk about estimating. We're going to talk about money. Last week, I did the maths. I closed 25% of estimates, which, which is pretty low. And I could tell it was a shitty week for me. Um, part of the problem is I, I, we were getting real busy, so I got kind of lazy and was just shooting estimates over, over text, which is a no-no. Um, and then B, uh, I don't know, it's just lazy. But then the few that did come in, I mean, I was still, I was getting a lot of shitty cars. I'm like, man, what, what's wrong with my marketing where I'm getting, you know, old Kias or even new Kias or older vans. Some of these people are repeat customers and they just got other cars that are shit. You know, you can't, what am I supposed to do? We don't touch cars and older than 2015. I can't tell people that. What if I get an old Benz or, a, a, you know, there's, it's really hard to segment the market, your ideal avatar in the PDR world, isn't it? So it's a, it's a work in progress. But anyway, so yeah, 25%. We ended up having a decent week, but it wasn't the week before we were freaking kicking ass and lighting off rockets. This last week, I think we were pretty much kicking slugs and, and, uh, you know, pulling out lint out of our pockets. I mean, we were keeping busy, but it was not like the month prior. But anyway, I want to talk about an estimating, estimating process, a, a, a framework. Okay, um, if you do it the best you can, and if you mimic, you emulate some of the best body shops out there, and it could be a chain, it could be a mom and pop, but if you do it like they do it, where they check the car in, they clean it, they take their time, they're not in a rush, and you wipe the car down, you you dictate on the vehicle, you do measurements, you you take down everything that was done in detail. And then you present to the customer. It might it might take you five or ten minutes. Some people it takes 20, 30 minutes, body shops, right, to do it right. But then you're giving a lot of details and you're substantiating the price you wanna you wanna charge. Okay, so can you do that over a text? Fuck no, of course not. Can you do it over a phone call? No. So what is the only true way to do a good estimate? In person. Okay, that's easier said than done when you have a shop or when you when you have a shop it's easy but if you're mobile are you going to go drive around doing free estimates you, you may have to otherwise you're going to text or you're going to call and give ranges because you know you have to, you have a choice you, you want business so and they got to 
A lot of people are going to want to know the price, probably most, like 90, 95%. Your repeat customers might just say, hey, I have a dent. Take care of it. I love those guys and gals, but it's not the majority. You know, I wish 50% of my clients said, just take care of it. I know you'll treat me fairly, which, of course, I will. I will. We, we had a Lamborghini I mentioned. We did wheels on it. She didn't ask me how much. She's like, just take care of them. I'm not going to charge her $1,000 a wheel. She knows that. It was $150 a wheel on a Lambo, $300,000 Lamborghini. Okay? Done deal. Didn't care. Didn't ask. Didn't pay. No, okay. She paid. So, your process. Got to be in person, guys, if you're trying to get all the money. And for you guys that are mobile, figure it out. Maybe you're going around doing free estimates for a while. You know, otherwise, if you start doing texts and calls, yeah, you're saving time, but you're giving away money. So, maybe have them meet you somewhere. Hey, I do, I do estimates at the spotty shop. Come on by. You know, and you'll do... I don't know, a couple a day or whatever, but that's tough because typically to really get the big money, I think you need to probably, if somebody was asking me, how many do I need to do a day, Brian, to really bang hard? I'd say five, four or five minimum, because two or three of those are probably, I hate to be negative, but it's just reality, I'll probably give you shit. It's going to be the 2015 Kia, or it's going to be the person that doesn't have the money, or it's going to be the Tesla guy who thinks that Denver back in the day, he had a dude, he had a guy. It was 50 bucks a dent, and he thought it was still 50 bucks a dent. And his Tesla, he doesn't give a shit about it. He bought it to save money. He doesn't care that it's a luxury car, quote-unquote. He bought it because he didn't want to spend money on gas. And guess what he also doesn't want to spend money on? Dents. That's right. He's not your customer. Hey, I just need part of it taken out. Dealer called me last week. Referred from Mako, by the way. Mako says, you know, we can paint and, and body the side of the Sprinter. Why don't you call Brian? He does some crazy big shit. And then when the guy sent me the photos of it, you know, like a five-foot-long crease, two basketball-sized dents, I, you know what I said back to him? I freaking volleyed that volleyball right back over the net. I said, why don't you call Mako? Because I'm going to be more expensive than Mako. And he couldn't believe it. He's like, what? I'm like, God, ah, it's a five-foot-long crease. If I ignore the basketballs, you're still 1500 to two grand just for the crease. Oh, holy shit. My guy, call your guy. Well, he's not in business anymore. Yeah, you know why he's not in business anymore? Because he fucking didn't charge enough money. Or he died stressing about it or whatever. Wake up, dude. This is 2023. PDR is evolving. The process is getting way better. And so is the price. It's getting more in line. Just because this PDR does not necessarily be mean de facto or de facto that we're cheaper than body shops. A lot of times we're the same or sometimes we're more. So, in person. Now, when you see this person, you're standing in front of Joe Q, Joe Q customer. Say that five times fast backwards, hopping on a foot with a jump rope, chewing gum. Okay. Do you want to pull a number out from your head? Mm, looks about like four inch dent, no body line, eh, 325. No, you don't want to do that because how much validity and, and trust and professionalism comes from a number out of your head? Now, if you're busy... Like sometimes I get, and there's like six people lined up outside, like literally like a stream of cars at a, at a stopping, you know, parking light or a stoplight. I might do that. I might not, I might forego the Mobile Tech RX, especially if I know it's not a big job. It's not going to yield me a lot of money if it's that 2021 Kia that the person thinks the dent's 50 bucks. Because I'm not going to get, most of the time, I'm not going to be the cheapest guy in town. And some people, well, that's what they want. They don't care about quality. They at least say that until they see the shitty quality and they're like, I care about quality, Brian. Yeah, well, remember what you said earlier? 
Well, I didn't think it would look all prickly or they would drill a big hole. Yeah, well, you're right. You didn't think. Even when I was telling you to think about this. Ah, you're so right, Brian. And I don't want to be right. I just want to get the customers. So, do you do a number from your head? Of course not. How about a laminate card? I've got one of the uh, matrices on a laminated card, the matrix. I forget who. I don't know if it's Cordon's or who, who it is. Tactical somebody's. And if I'm in a real big hurry, I'll measure the dent and I'll show them the card. Hey, 325, uh, the factor is this is going through a body line, so it's a plus 50%, plus 50% for aluminum. You're looking at the total of 635 or whatever. Okay? Okay. Software is better than that. Pull them into your shop or walk out with your handheld on your phone, your tablet, your pad, your maxi pad, whatever you like to do. Draw on the car. Measure. Add for R&I. And here's a, a pro bonus I mentioned this the other day. Charge for crowns. I don't know why Mobile Tech RX does not have a crown thing on there, a little factor that says crowns, but I'm starting to charge for crowns now because half the time, the, the, more than half the time, the, if you have a dent with a crown, a good one, not just small ones, the crown often takes more than the dent. Why would you charge more for the dent when it's the crown that costs the money? Tell the customer what the crown is. Hey, I could take the whole dent out and just leave that crown. But I'm charging for the dent and the crown. Unique, isn't it? It's itemizing. Itemization. And people will pay for it if they understand what it is. It's your time. Why would you throw that in for free? Are you not worthy? Is your time worth shit? Is your family not need to see you at 6 o'clock tonight because you didn't charge extra money? So you had to go out and do more work? No. Your time is valuable. You can't get back yesterday. Time is, is an expense we can't buy back on. So use software, measure, draw, add for R&I, add for crowns, emulate body shops. People will appreciate your details. And I got, I got proof of this. Joe from uh, Dent Evo posted on Paul Corden's uh, pricing page on Facebook about how this Tesla customer chose him due to the detail on the estimate. He showed professionalism, which exudes trust. And I, I want to look at this estimate here real quick. So I got it. I got it pulled up. So it's a $4,565 estimate. He's got $66 of that is, um, bup, 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 $66 of that is R&I. So not much. He has a three inch shallow dent and it says notes on a body contour line. Metal is aluminum. It may or may not be. I think it actually is. Okay, that's $498.75 for the three inch shallow dent. That's double or triple what most people would charge. Then he has another four inch shallow dent. Notes on a body contour line, metals, aluminum, glue pulling re required. $765. He's going after the money. Three inch shallow dent. Notes on a body contour line, metals, aluminum, glue pulling required. $641.25. Then he's got a 22-inch shallow dent, aluminum, glue pulling required. Guess how much that is? 2660. Remember what I just told you guys about the Sprinter with the five-foot fucking crease? And he shit his pants when I said 1500 to two grand. Go paint your motherfucking Sprinter, there, mofo. I'm a paintless dent repair crafting skilled motherfucking artist. And I may not say all those adjectives to his face, but I feel it, and I'm gonna show it in my eyes. And if you want me to perform my magic act on your vehicle, 
and retain all the benefits that we all know that PDR lays out, yeah, you're going to pay for it. Like Joe just did, or Joe just basically required here. 22-inch dent, shallow, shallow, not even deep. 2660. All together with the R&I, which was a trim panel, tail light, and wheel liner. And then he polished scratches, he charged 50 bucks for that. 46.65. How badass is that? And I'm telling you right now, if you guys want to see more of this shit, go to Paul Corn's PDR Retail Price Guide page. Okay, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Here's another one real quick I'll mention to you guys. It's a body line dent at, at one of the shops. Looks like, uh, oh, it's Dent Evo. It's our guy again. It is, came out to 1100 bucks. Let's see what he did here. El Camino. Hmm. No, that's not it. He doesn't give all the details on it, but he shows the pictures. So it looks like two small dents. I mean, they're fingertip size. And he does it mobile. And 1100 bucks. Yeah, Chevy El Camino, 1987. Okay. And it's crazy. Hold on one sec. Somebody's not in the room. Come on in. Come on in, Entrado. Right. Yes. Weld grid on both shelves or what? Don't weld it, just set it on. Uh, for the proper to maybe just spot rigidity. Yeah, just okay to make it strong. Go ahead. Just not not all the way around. Just spot a couple spots. Please. The, uh, the upper and lower, both. Yes. Both shelves. Yes. Green. Yes. Right. Thank you. That was Vadim, our resident helper. Uh, who helps do work around here when he's not working at makeup. So, anywho, El Camino, two dents, small, $1,147.88. Chevy El Camino. Okay, what does that tell you? That's crazy. That's crazy money. And this guy's mobile. I mean, mobile doesn't always exude that quality. Doesn't exude quality. It's nuts. But you've got to get the money. you got to get the money. Yes, people can go somewhere else. But if you know that you do decent work, decent work, you can request good money. And that $1,148, I mean, maybe he, there's buy shops, hacks, that would have painted it for less. And some people come out at him and say that. But that guy obviously cared about his paint. It's probably the original paint on the 87 El Camino. It, it's, it's crazy, guys, because our industry, we have a little bit of an epidemic going on. And I call it the PDR Tech Caveman Mindset. Okay, we're talking about big estimate money like Joe did, that $4,600. And he's mobile. He doesn't have a shop. So already he's trying to overcome the, tr the lack of trust because he's going around in his car. And people are thinking, man, that car in any moment could be heading for the border with my money. You know, it's crazy. But if you look at time and time again, Joe and other mobile guys are still getting top dollar, just like a shop would, because they're not worried about feeling bad about charging more money. They haven't forgot about how hard the process is 
that they had to do. And just because something's easy for them doesn't mean they need to charge cheap money. I mean, if you're into charity and you have $5 million cold cash sitting in the bank, making you 10% a year, $500,000, and you, and you don't care. You're just out doing dents to clean up the world. All right, maybe that's a different conversation. But you're not. I know you're not. Neither am I. So let's cut the bullshit. It comes down to mindset. Look at the examples on Paul Corden's page. Okay, These texts cannot feel bad bidding on estimates fairly. How many body shops guys feel this way? Oh, man, I was a caliber, and they felt so bad for me. They whacked my estimate in half, and they're only doing my bumper repair now for $300. God love them. Then why the fuck do our PDR techs do this shit? Okay? Do your kids want you to bid low? Hey, Dad, you know, I don't need that new backpack for school. I didn't really care if I had a lunch today. You just keep bidding, bidding low because you feel guilty. What the fuck? How about mechanics? You go to get your sh your car fixed from the local mechanic. You think he's going to say, you know, I feel really f sorry for you. And I know you got money. I don't even care about that. I just feel bad. I feel like I'm ripping you off, charging you $125 an hour. Have you guys looked at what mechanical rates are? They're higher than most body shops. Do these people feel fucking guilty? No. How do they get away with it? Because they're not tied to insurance. That's how kids... I do not know for the life... I think we're just because we... You can get into the PDR world with not having a, a college education or a business background. And it's just, it, it blows me away. And I even catch myself sometimes doing it. Full disclosure here. Why did I just feel like I was almost ripping somebody off for a dent? I know it's going to take, I literally had to, I did a repair on a car. I had to keep it in the back for an extra 20 minutes. It was done in under a minute. And I did it kind of cheap, but still, even then, I felt like, you know, I got to give this guy value. And value is time. I cannot pull this car right back around after I, he barely, his ass barely hit the chair in my front waiting area. There's no way. No way. But I certainly charged the money. Because what's his alternative? And was he happy? Hell yeah. He's like, that looks great. Thank you so much. I'm going to tell everybody about you guys. Amen, brother. High five, low five ghost. See you. Mindset. Charge what it's worth. Charge what you're worth. Emulate body shops. Have a process. Take your time. Estimate. Demonstrate all the things that you're going to be doing and charge the right money. It's, it's for your sake. It's for my sake and my kids and my family and families to come. Protect our industry. It's precious, guys. And we do amazing work. We are doing such amazing work. The only thing that's not really good with the P... I, I'm so proud of so many good technicians out there. I'm proud to be called a PDR tech. I really am. I'm just a little embarrassed about how our mindset sometimes and how some of us still think we need to be doing dents under $200. When somebody calls me, hey, what? I got a new dent, but did just just get to the point. What's your question? What do you? What do our dents start at? They start at 225. And if they keep talking to me, guess what? Come on in. But if I get somebody that just they're throwing me nothing but rulers and fingers, and I can just tell they're just they're all. Hey, price, price. It's so tiny. It's so small. It's so tiny. It's so small. It's so small. It's so tiny. You know what? So is your budget. I don't have time. Good night. Goodbye. You're not my customer. And that's okay. Fire those customers. Say no. It is okay, man. Do not be a PDR caveman. Anywho, what am I going to say now? Yes, I'm going to wrap up. I love you all, man. I appreciate you guys listening. Please rate and review this podcast. Unless it's not five stars, then skip that part and just tell a friend, tell grandma. I'm trying to build up my grandma listener base. 
I only have, I think, two, and I want to have six. So thank you all for, for listening. I appreciate it. Comments and questions are always welcome. 949-302-DING or 3464. Um, we also have a toll-free number, 1-88-992-DING, which is actually 1-888-99-A-DING. And I didn't realize that, that uh, 992, which is basically the number is 99, and then 2 is A, and then 3464 is DING, but I'm not doing $99 a DING, so I never use that moniker, right? But it's funny how we got that number years ago, and it says 99 a DENT. So maybe when I'm doing hail, I'll do 99 DENT. How's that? He's got $1,000 on the hood. It's a $10,000 hood. Done deal. Anyway, man, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you all. We'll talk at you soon. Be sure and catch the next episode. It's going to be bomb, I, I promise you. We're going to talk about branding, which I love. And we're going to talk about Ethica. Ethica is a huge, huge apparel company. These guys came in, and we had a great time. You're going to hear all about it. They hooked us up. But that's coming up next episode, man. We'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>